Do you ever feel like you can never catch up in life? Like you're always on to the next thing, trying to make sure that you check off a list that somebody else suggested, or that if you don't complete this one task right now, then your entire life is doomed? If so, that's exactly how I felt as 2022 came to an end, which is why I decided to take a little break from social media. Good God, did I need it. In a 2019 Gallup poll of 150,000 people, they found that 45% of Americans said they felt a lot of worry the previous day. 55% of Americans said they felt a lot of stress the previous day. For the rest of the world, 35% said the same. In other words, we live in a worrisome, stressful world. And my argument is that social media causes a lot of that. After some time away from socials like Instagram and TikTok, here are my thoughts and takeaways. Hopefully some of these thoughts can be useful to you, so let's dive in. First off, what works for someone else won't always work for you. Someone else's direction won't always lead you to your destiny. I heard that on a podcast recently and it's so true. When we compare ourselves in a useless way, instead of reflecting on ourselves, who gets the shit end of the stick? We do. Now, I believe that social media has its benefits and its drawbacks, just like anything else. But what comes to be somewhat difficult is using the platforms and not eventually comparing yourself to someone you admire or envy. The funny thing is that the developers of these platforms know that. They leverage it and make billions of dollars because of it. They want you to become addicted to it. And I dare say that they want you to lose yourself a little bit too, because it gives them more control. Control to get you to buy something, to get you to stay on the platform, to prevent you from doing anything meaningful with your life. Growth? Gross. It's a part of our human nature to constantly review people we admire and wonder what worked for them in hopes that it will work for us. But what works for someone else won't always work for you. There are other things at play like luck, risk, and timing. Bill Gates did not know that he'd have a one in a million chance of attending a high school that owned a computer. He just happened to end up there, to which he admits himself. There would be no Microsoft if there were no Lakeside High School. Think about that for a second. Like, here we are trying to unpack people like Bill Gates, understanding their checklists, what their daily routine looks like, trying to emulate their success by simply copying. But again, there's so much more at play, and the fact that luck, risk, and timing play a huge role in success should give you a sense of relief. The effort you're putting into yourself and or your business will just take time. And it should take time, because you should do things your way, which might potentially be a way that no one has ever done before. A new version of Microsoft, a new way to use your smartphone, Another person's success doesn't mean anything different about you. Doesn't mean you're more or less capable. It also doesn't mean that that person is as successful as we think they are. This is how social media can trick you. Money is only one pillar to this thing called life. We've all got our demons, and if you had the chance to lay out all of your problems on the floor to decide whether or not you'd want to switch them with someone else's problems, chances are you'd most likely want to stick with what you got right? That's because our trials and tribulations are part of our unique journey. And everything happens for us, not to us. If we bypassed our way to future success, life would lose its meaning. Because ingrained in a good life is something worth struggling for. 
Imagine how boring life would be if everything were a piece of cake. Every single wish granted. Born a billionaire. No reason to fight for anything. No reason to grow. Life would feel a little meaningless, wouldn't it? Ponder on that and use it as a guide throughout your day-to-day -day lifestyle. Embrace the suck, but don't let it overcome you. Overcome that suck until you found another suck that's worth overcoming. Then repeat the process. That's the process of growth, and in my opinion, a life truly worth living. The next realization that I had is that not every great moment is worth documenting. Before this detox, I struggled knowing when and when not to document something. It's as if the moment wasn't as beautiful as it was unless it was documented for content, even if it were for just a few short moments. How unnatural is it that I couldn't fully appreciate a moment unless it was documented? Now take this with a grain of salt, like there certainly were moments that I definitely appreciated, but that question was always in the back. Only if. I have a video to look back on and potentially use for content. Sure, it's always nice to reminisce through photo and video because it can really take us back to that moment. But does that mean that every single great moment better exists with a camera by my side? I think not. You and I have both been conditioned to think that looking at technology every other second is considered normal. Imagine telling that to your ancestors who migrated through countries, dealing with war, hoping for survival. You know, I heard somewhere that checking your phone notifications once results in more stress than a caveman had to deal with in an entire day. Social media is not a necessity. Checking notifications in the morning doesn't guarantee your safety or survival. In fact, it just might do the opposite. And I'd be willing to bet that you'd live a better life without it, or at least a lot less of it. So what about social media keeps us coming back for more? Obviously, each platform is designed to keep you hooked, but are you clear on what it is that you're sacrificing by mindlessly scrolling? Do you realize what you're giving up by worrying so much about what to post next or whether or not so-and-so posted and how they did it and what hook they used or what title and thumbnail work for them? Is it possible to document our lives and share our creative work without handing over our well-being and self-control over to social media? Growing up in the United States, capitalism will make you feel like if you're not hustling every goddamn day and every goddamn minute, then you're a failure. And that's just not true. My goal here is to use this channel to demystify that belief and to help more people realize that a good life is predicated on lots more than just your checklist, keeping up with the Joneses and social media. I believe it. I know you believe it. So why do we keep playing this game? Why do we keep sacrificing our true potential and our true calling just for the possibility of going viral? Which brings me to my next point. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned earlier that it's easy to fall into the hustle culture trap, that if you're not constantly go, go, going, then you're falling behind. Usually this is due to the comparison trap and constantly watching what other people are up to. Over the Christmas break, I fell out of routine, shocker, and was not waking up at 6am every day anymore. And when it came back to hop back into work, what'd I do? I set my alarm for 6am. Waking up that morning was an absolute pain in the ass. I slowly dragged myself out of bed and later caught myself falling asleep mid-meditation. Like I literally remember Caroline walked in and she was like, are you all right? <laughs> like at the end of it, I was looking like a zombie. My body was like, dude, what the hell is this? I ended up listening to my body and going back to sleep for another hour, thankfully. Even in retrospect, I'm glad that I did. But my younger self would have self-sabotaged so hard in this process, so hard that I would have never fell back asleep and therefore ruined my energy for the entire rest of the day but not this time. You see, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to listen to your body. And it's okay to take a break, especially when you need it. 
Had I gone that entire day based off those low energy levels, how could I possibly create or complete anything meaningful? Sometimes we might think that it's a matter of pushing the gas full throttle. But what you'll eventually come to realize is that stillness breeds creativity. We need to develop a meaningful relationship with ourselves and listen to our intuition if we want to create anything worthwhile that we're actually proud of. So slow down, listen to your gut, and be mindful. Over time, it just might speed up the process of getting you to where you want to go. Another thing that I was reminded of throughout this process is that there's better entertainment in education. I'm not sure about you, but social media has hardly taught me anything useful for my life. I mean, sure, it has taught me a lot, but nothing that is meaningful to me on my deathbed. I don't think I'll be passing down to my kids how to write a great hook or how to go viral on TikTok. You know, I've been wondering, how did the greats of our history spend their time? Well, we know that they had books, pens, paper, and for a while there, my addiction to social media caused me to sacrifice my relationship with learning, introspection, and growth. Before I started posting every week or so on social media last year, I was reading at least one book a month. I genuinely felt peace and joy in my life during that time, knowing that I was taking a step forward in my journey. The point here is that there is better and more useful entertainment in books, knowledge, and overall consuming things that are healthy for you. Curated pieces of entertainment. You feel me? Perhaps the paradox of the internet is that having all of the information that you need at your fingertips robs you of your own unique personal growth journey and your ability to make your own choices. There's something beautiful about not always having the answer. It can take you down paths you never expected. Maybe I can dive into that on another video, but reflecting on all that time spent checking this person's story or seeing what's trending, wasted. Look, I'm not bashing these tactics by any means. I do think that they can be useful, but you and I both know that there's much more to life. Social media is just a game. Doesn't mean you have to play it the same way everyone else does. And it also doesn't mean that you can't play it your way. What if you could simply document your ideas, share them with the world, and detach from all of the baggage that comes with the addiction of checking socials obsessively. Since I've gained a lot of time, energy, and focus back from not using social media, I've been diving deeper into my own curiosity. Oh, the amount of resources you get back when you decide to stay off of Instagram. <laughs> How many times have you locked off of socials and actually felt good? I'd be shocked if you said more than once. I'm particularly very interested in psychology books at the moment. Why us humans act the way we do, think the way we do, and live the way we do. There's something really beautiful in that curiosity that's far more valuable. The best part? I don't feel like shit when I close the book. So what if your entertainment for the day was filled with learning something new? And what if you did this over the course of a year, or hell, a lifetime? Doesn't that sound fascinating? Doesn't that sound like a life worth living? Doesn't that sound like a great story to tell your children? There's got to be a way to use this whole internet thing more mindfully. Don't get me wrong, as much as I've likely bashed social media, I still enjoy parts of it. Perhaps my takeaway here is to be a little more selfish, but of course, in a mindful way. Selfish in a sense where I'm not wrapped up in what others are up to 24 seven, simply because it's not useful. Selfish in a sense where I'm not feeling the need to share what all I'm up to 24 seven. And selfish in a sense where I can fill my own cup up, fulfill my duty so that I can show up for others online. As humans, I believe we must move the needle forward. We must feel a sense of progress, a sense of growth. And if that means scratching social media fully off, do it. I sure as hell won't be mad at you. <laughs> but do what's going to best prepare you for a better, more useful perspective tomorrow. And then do it again. And then again. And again. Whew! A lot of thoughts there. <laughs>
But I wanted to lay it all on the floor because I feel like this truly is a pandemic. I fear for our future generations because from the jump, they're conditioned to stop crying and to just play games or watch Blippi on their iPad. Imagine what their teenage life will look like. Hell, imagine what an average normal teenager's life looks like right now. We're all hooked on some sort of external entertainment and we're losing focus on the things that actually matter. Thank you.